You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. They come from the bowels of hell, guided by a master plan of the domination of the earth. It arouses such emotion that the management has been forced to state positively no refunds. What? Am I supposed to talk? Welcome back to Liberation of Doom! <laughs> I'm just getting poked. That's all I know. I was like, do it. Start it. Do things. Inappropriate. You can't poke But Phil, that. Phil no. got it. Yeah. Alright, we're back with the third episode of the epic Deliberations Holy of Doom. Shit. And if you're still uh, listening to us, we love you. Yeah, uh, honestly, I can't believe Alien Horror took this long. But it did, and we're talking about our next movie. Uh, if you haven't listened to our, our first uh, yeah. two episodes, you should go back and check those yeah. out so you know what we're talking about. Um, first one, we talked about uh, Otherworlds Film Festival here in Austin, which was awesome, and uh, a couple of uh, kick-ass Day alien horror movies from the same Planet of the Vampires. Yeah. And in our second one, we talked about Yuletide Horror, which is a really great new book you should check out. Um, that, uh, uh, yeah, and we talked about, about our favorite Christmas movies, which is totally rad. If you don't know what Yuletide means, which I did not, it means Christmas time. So, so a little know. factoid there, yeah. dropping knowledge bombs, yeah. the, the goose right that, there, because yeah. that's who he is. Um, and now we're on a third episode, which I really feel sorry for you guys. It should have never been three episodes. Real quick, I am Rob. Russell. Uh, Philip. Patience. <laughs> you were unsure. I'm not really sure if I should he, call myself Regina or Candace. I know. I so we all have bad summer brothers names, but despite our emotional reaction, my emotional fight with the summer brothers in the last episode, I'm still Ralph Summers. <laughs> hey, family loves each other no matter what. So, That's so, how it uh, is. Uh, Just like Vin Diesel in the Fast and Furious movies. As fitting in Christmas, if it wasn't Christmas, then I we should, uh, we couldn't argue. Like, yeah. You know, wait, you're wait. supposed to argue at Christmas. Here's the best part about this podcast. is We've been drinking for three hours right now straight. and uh, Four. Good luck, people. Yeah. Good luck. All right. It's going to be fun. Next set of movies. This is where we uh, start started out really with fun. Almost Human, a 2013 film. Who wants to take the plot summary on this? Uh, this I'm going to go with Russ. No, uh, fuck Ooh. this film. Oh, Russ. my God. Um, uh, Almost Human is a an abduction movie, I guess. Uh, a, a sort of working class guy um, mm-hmm. disappears for yeah. a little bit and comes back and may or may not have been abducted by aliens and his girlfriend and uh, best friend uh, have to deal with the fallout of that. Yeah. Uh, him coming back being sort of like, like, you don't understand. Everything is going to be better. Just like, he's got that, like, I'm still who I was, but I'm not thing. Which is so, Cox, did you like the movie? Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> he gave you an. Uh, I there were things I found found really interesting about it. I'm like, this is better than I thought it was going to be for a super low budget alien horror. We've and watched lower budget movies, but yeah, we sure we sure have. Oh. And, and but this certainly is one that it's apparent. The budget restrictions are apparent. I, I, it's I, one of those ones that through festivals people were talking about. People mm. were mentioning. People were going, "Oh, have you seen this one?" It's like it was one of those. Like, okay, I guess it's on my radar now because everybody's saying, "Have you seen almost?" So, two? what did you think? Like I said, it was uh, has some interesting ideas. Actually, genuinely like uh, Josh. A tear, a tear, who plays the guy who's abducted. Yeah, he comes back. There's something about that I guy. Think it's a thier. As, we'll do fr- fancy French names. Yeah, a thier. That I was like, 
I, I kind of like that guy in yeah. this movie. Okay. Really thought he was good. Where he's like, he has a desperation. Like, there's a part of him that's like, this is wrong, but I can't help myself. He's compelled. Yeah, he's compelled. And that there's a, a whole thing with. Would you recommend this movie to other horror fans? Yes, I would. Okay. I would say you need to check this out because, like, Oh, well, for one thing, a lot of people seem to have decided that this is a genuinely good horror film. I don't think it is, personally, but I think there's enough interesting things going on in the in the minority-explored world of alien abduction mm-hmm, horror. Because okay. there's not a lot, quite frankly, out there All right. that this is more interesting than a lot of them. Okay. You know, when we were having the big discussion about doing this podcast, y'all were like, let's do Fire in the Sky. I'm like, fuck Fire in the Sky. I think this is better than Fire in the Sky. I don't think we ever brought up Fire in the Sky. I, I definitely I would not have brought up Fire in the Sky. Who did you do a podcast no, with? You Chris, were you abducted by aliens and they suggested Fire in the no, Sky? We had a late night conversation where you're like, we, I would have never suggested that movie. More conventional stuff. Maybe like, we, it could have, we could have been blackout drunk. It's possible. It's, I. Would even Blackout Chunk, I'd have never suggested that movie. <laughs> yeah, you didn't say it was a good movie. You were just like saying maybe we should. No, nope, nope. That never happened. But do you like this movie or you don't? Let's say let's scale one to ten. Five. Okay, patience. I hated this fucking movie. <laughs> really? I absolutely hated this movie. At one point, I was trying to figure out if the acting was bad or if it was the dialogue that was bad bad and or both like it was just so bad like day of the triffids or this movie uh, day of the triffids okay. absolutely 100 percent. i hated go. triffids okay i hated triffids and i would i would watch that all day every day instead of this why movie. did you not like it that it was just such a badly i mean at one point and i don't want to give too much... Okay, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm going to give it all away. <laughs> so, at one point, Mark, who comes back from the alien ship or whatever, he, like, blows the gas station attendant's head off for no reason whatsoever. And then there is just, like, this cut edit that... Mm-hmm. You, and I I feel like I'm Phil right now. I really do. I feel like I'm Phil... Complaining about this cut edit that was just like, what? Why? It was so bad. The acting was bad. The dialogue was bad. I I disliked this movie. movie. I I really can't. I mean. I can't wait to hear what. what, what, uh, Phil is like winding up. Because, uh, wait, hold on, hold on, but oh, patience. Wait, wait, wait. I do have one good thing that I would like to say about this film, and that is everyone dies. And I like unhappy endings, and this had an unhappy this ending. Period. Phil's been whining about this movie. I know. He <laughs> is, like, huffing Hold on. Let him say what he wants to say. He, here's the thing. Like, I'm really interested. Like, if you... <laughs> Patience is covered. Conscious. All right, we're done. So, here's the funniest thing about this. So, um, it's literally it's a fan film. It's a guy who likes Terminator and Halloween, and just goes, "Hey, let me make a fan film about a guy." Hmm. Like you watch this movie, and literally, if you take out all the kills, there is zero fucking plot. Zero plot. It's oh no, there's a you know alien shows up and blah 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 happens and people die and people die and people die and it's just zero interesting things. 
Apparently they shot it on our red, but yet, like, I mean, was a DP blind? Like, why waste the money if you want to make it look that fucking shitty? Like, why waste the money? Just shoot it on your fucking iPhone. Like, it looks like garbage. It's directed like garbage. The dialogue is garbage. The plot is a fan film. And I'm watching this, and I'm, like, sitting there, and it's just, like... I don't understand, like, I mean, you know what, it, it, it did involve an alien thing happening, but it's a fan film. It literally is a film with a director who likes the idea of what a horror movie could be or what a good horror movie is, and it, it, it's so clear that there's no there's, there's no vision to it, man. I mean, I'm watching it, and I'm just like, it's two movie, it's a mashup, it's like mm-hmm. hearing a fucking country song with a fucking rap song mixed together and that's the amount of the you know what? it's just not good it's just a mashup okay and it's not good Russ um okay so I had seen uh the director's uh subsequent movie Mind's Eye before this film I hated that one too <laughs> so you'd already you'd seen that one as well oh god I, a Fantastic yeah. Fest or no I just watched okay. it and I was like how did that even get into Fantastic Fest okay um you know, I I think that the film is uh, obviously low budget. Um, he attempted to work around budget it. Budget has nothing to do with no, it, and, and and I don't I don't disagree with you. And I think and what about a light hitting somebody is high budget? What say again? About a light hitting somebody is high budget. Literally, a light hits somebody, and that's the extent of the alienness. A light hits somebody. I mean, fuck, a car headlight can do that. <laughs> Anybody can make this movie. Yeah, it's it's not, I mean that's that's one of the light hits somebody. It is a low budget film. It is. I I don't think I had <laughs> quite the reaction Phil had to the film. I mean, here's the deal. I I think that the the director writer. Um, I think he's more interested in the effects. I think he's more interested in the sort of horrific elements of the movie than the character or the plot development of the film. Um, at, at one point in the film, they spend. Uh, a, a rather uh, uh, sizable amount of time <laughs> on whether or not this waitress is going to get more ships <laughs> in the film. And, and, and I want to be real clear about this. It never pays Yeah, off. it goes nowhere. It no, goes, she, she didn't get any more ships. It was bullshit. She didn't get, it goes nowhere. <laughs> My Thursdays. And she was getting lucky. And and so, got Wednesday and Friday taken away. And so I guess that passes for character development. I'm not sure. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't get too into it. You know, we all need, and like, I like Graham Skipper as a human being, like good dude, but like I mean, it's just not like it, maybe it's the dialogue. I well, I, I, I agree with you, and I think that's one of my problems with the movie is I do feel you know the dialogue is sort of banal. the The actors are not great, and and once again, this is sort of a, a running theme in this podcast. I I personally, you know. It's great if you have good acting. I understand low-budget filmmakers are not always able to have the best actors in the movie. So, to me, I'd rather see, you know, uh, good dialogue done poorly than poor dialogue done well. But, but and here's the thing with this. Though. If you want to make Terminator or any of that and do, like, make a polished fucking movie that is entertaining on the level of the kills and the filming and everything, it's just... It, it's but, totally but, 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 but I don't totally agree with you because I don't need a super polished movie. And I, I, I feel the, like... But the story is that. 
the story is that with no, like literally a guy wakes up in the woods covered in goo, kills people. Going, have you seen Sarah Connor? I'm gonna find my house where Sarah Connor lives. Oh I'm gonna God. kill everybody. It never even occurred to me that it's that It's 100 percent Terminator really meets is. Halloween. 100 really fucking percent. Is. 100%. I don't. Yeah, now in retrospect, I'm it, it's the same I'm, movie, I'm and it's not polished, and you can't make that movie if you don't make it polished. This this is not a polished film. No, and and, and, and but but that being said, I did not initially have a problem with it as a horror fan, as a science fiction fan. Um, you know, I there were problems with the movie, and I'll get into those in just a moment. In particular, one, but you know, the director is not necessarily interested in. Character story development, and and though <laughs> I mean, he's second. not, he's Every not, and one one of okay, idiots. I'm sorry. Well, okay, let let me just get into okay. what I didn't like about the I'm film, since clearly we're going to talk about that. Um, the architect's not concerned with the foundation of, right of the house. Well, okay, there is a alien tentacle rape scene in the movie, and that that lost move. You know, I was not. At that point in the film, because of the you know the the script and other other elements, I had sort of checked out of the movie. But that being said, this is not the worst horror movie, not the worst sci-fi movie. I I enjoyed the movie in the same way I enjoyed his other movie, Mind's Eye. I, I feel like you know he's interested in the same kinds of movies that I am. Do, but he, there's an emphasis on effects on on horrific elements that is not totally my thing as opposed to, you know, would I like to see some humor? Would I like to see some good dialogue? Would I like to see, um, you know, some story elements that are more interesting, some insight to the movie? This movie lacks that. But I still enjoyed the movie as a, a sci-fi horror film. You know, it's it's sort of the same thing over and over again. It's the guy, and he shows up, he sort of kills some people, he makes a weird noise, repeat. Um, but that being said... I, I had a good time with the movie. Real quick, like mm-hmm. when you kill somebody and you shoot them in the head, and then you like, you know, cock alien face them and make them come back alive, and then you shoot them in the face again, they die again. Like, at what point does like the brain not work anymore? Like, I don't understand the movie. Like, it's I I, I don't know that I totally agree with that. No. I mean, I, I you see can kill someone, I kill them in the head, then they kill them in the um, head again. I, I just, I just it's not a film that's trafficking the, the in logic. The alien rape scene was my favorite part, and I wow, <laughs> yeah, wow. that um, was the best part of the whole. Did you like film. how her panties were black, and then a second later they were white? That, that was my favorite part. Uh, well, oh, yeah. I think I, I missed that. that, but that, is, a, that is, I mean, that was the only part that I was like, "Holy shit, this is actually a movie." Um, this is a this is the type of film that, like, in terms of, like, I hear what you're saying. Technical issues. Not even technical. It's just like make a fan film. Cool. Thanks. But, I but see, I don't totally agree with that because I think the technical issues, I think the effects and and the camera work and all that kind of stuff, I think were pretty decent, especially for the budget. I I feel like that the the script and the acting and and all that, you know, were not particularly great. Rob, what do you think? Um, I, I mean, again, I'm probably closer to Russ on this in that this was a fairly watchable film. Um, it. Feels right. I mean, it has. It's a very low budget film. I think I'm going to cut people slack on that, and and he is too. I think in the end, if I if I really pushed him, he would say, yeah. I mean, your your resources are not your problem. Um, I think that this is a kill delivery device. I think that the director likes. He wanted to make you know a movie where people get killed. They, you know, and it's like, oh, this time they get killed this way. They get shot in the head. This time they get like ripped apart or whatever. He's much more interested in sort of this gory. 
um, B-movie, VHS, uh, 80s vibe that the movie has going. Um, unfortunately, I think that, as all of you have pointed out, the script is not particularly strong. It's pretty perfunctory. You know, it exists to, again, deliver these kills in a, in the way that, and again, this is why the, whether the movie works for you is very dependent on something like, this is like a Friday the 13th movie to me. So, I don't like those movies. I think they're kind of junky. They're usually, like, they're, they're on this level. And maybe their budget's a little better or whatever, but generally they're this level. But that's why and, a lot of people like this, though. Because it is exactly right, and I think that. people, some people like respond that. to that vibe. Yeah. I don't, you don't. I don't. But do I find this movie? I found this movie somewhat watchable. Um, it, I didn't hate it. I just was a little like, okay, this is kind of what's going on. It's going to be like there's a kill, then there's like another scene, there's a kill. My biggest problem is probably the actors. Um, I don't know whether it's them or whether it's what they've been given. I certainly found the lead guy who's like the best friend to be an irritating character. Yeah. And I don't think his performance helped any. Um, that may be the way he was directed. That may just be his talent. I don't know. But that part I didn't respond to. Um, he's, he's not a bad actor. He's, he's actually got eh, some movies where he's not. Too may, bad. Maybe so. He was not particularly memorable. He did. He's. I mean, he's not Mark Ruffalo or something. You know what I mean? And I, I, I get that. But I get that. This guy's not Spielberg. But I get that. But I, I think it's. In, in the other movies we talked about on this podcast, uh, the movie was good enough that the that the that it would overcome the acting. But most of the time, movies come down to acting, and it comes down to script. This isn't a particularly interesting script. It doesn't have anything to say. It's not about anything. So I think that when we talk about all these movies, these horror movies, these alien movies, a lot of them, even if they don't totally work, are metaphors. They have they're they're up to something. This one is not. It doesn't necessarily really have anything to that, say, that, and thematically. It, it it doesn't so it literally what it exists for is for you to watch people get whacked so it's kind of like a B movie in that way that you know it's just a Friday Thirteenth movie in that sense it's just it's just okay and, and so I didn't hate it I didn't find the experience because incre- there's another movie we're going to talk about that I really was like nails on chalkboard this is not that movie to me I saw what it was doing it was fine but it's not great see see like I feel like I'm also I think maybe like. I'm going to admit my own biases and like it's terrifying to me when I watch this movie because I'm a low budget filmmaker and when I watch this movie I'm very aware of the limitations of the movie of what they're able to get out of their actors what they're able to get out of their effects what they're able to get out of their storytelling so I'm going to cut you slack on that but given those things I still feel like the biggest problem with the movie is that in the end he gets abducted but anything could have happened he could have gotten bonked on the head he could have been possessed by an evil spirit it would be the same movie that to me is the problem with the movie is that in the end it's not really getting to anything story wise and movies are story if and that's you, what they are if you take out the kills in this movie you have zero there's nothing going on you have zero there's nothing going on there's no, there's no character like development the there's no arcs there's no the, the red headed next boyfriend is just like Hey, but, uh, give me a kiss. He was a very okay, 80s cliche character. first of all, character. what do you have against gingers? Shut the fuck up. Second <laughs> of all, there was a point to that whole... I mean, and I'm not defending this movie That's at fine. all. Because but this what, movie fucking sucked. Was like, the whole alien plot is he's like converting them to be more aliens. Like, that's the whole entire ending of the fucking stupid-ass movie. Was, <laughs> like, they're coming out of their cocoons and being aliens, too. It just felt like a fan I mean, like, that's... I mean, uh, the sort of... Alien I mean, plot. it feels like an afterthought. No, to it, it, 
the movie feels like it was directed by the guy from American Movie, like Martin Borchardt. <laughs> like it does. I mean, that yeah. that was sort of like it was that's like if good. he had made an alien horror movie, this is what he would have made. This is that's, this is the kind I, of thing. I, I, I think I'm that's not, a really good I, this assessment. This is a terrible fucking movie, but I'll disagree with you on that about the alien plot being important. Well, if there's the alien plot, but it's not like other movies that we watched for this thing where like it comes there's to a, a point, and it's like it's like it feels like the movie builds to a point. That happens, but it's like everything else in the movie, it's not effective because the movie didn't build to an effective way. Like last thing I'm going to say about it: when you watch a normal alien movie, like it's trying to like relate like aliens to Hitler, or aliens to like they're metaphor, you know, like, like huge things going wrong in the world. And this is just like alien movie makes Terminator movie makes Halloween movie go. And it's like, fuck off. It's very obvious. Uh, it's so very much it a movie of, with someone who's a fan. I, I yeah. agree with that assessment. So, yeah. And there's, a, there's, a, there's a certain degree of immediacy to this sort of, like, the guy appears, the guy is there going, like, I, I don't want to do this, but I have to, that I enjoyed but it's so low budget and that's sort of not. It's just bad I agree with that more. Yeah. Like, cause, cause that, you know what I thought? You know what movie I thought about a lot watching this was Cabin Fever. Oh, and, I, and I really yeah. like Cabin Fever, and yeah. I feel like, again, faced with the same restrictions, I just feel like Eli Roth made a much more entertaining movie. But, but just imagine this movie. You stay with the guy who comes back from outer space, has no idea where he's come from, what's happened to him, and he's trying to find his way home, and people are trying to stop him. But and he he's killing on his way. And like just to make it like that's interesting. There's a better movie in here, and, and, and it doesn't have anything to do with his budget. That movie. But it, he knew though. Nothing to do with the budget. All right. Nothing to do with the budget. Let's talk about a much better known film. Okay. This, that has been widely discussed and argue about because Can't wait. it went into the mainstream with because Scarlett Johansson was the lead, which is Under the Skin, which in and of itself, I'm sure Mr. Skin was shitting themselves because they had skin yeah. in the title and they were like, oh my god, we're going to get so many hits because it was the first time Scarlett Johansson as an actress. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be prurient. The first time she chose to be naked in a film. And people went, and deep, like hardcore, like full-on naked, no body double anything. And people were like, wait, why is this the film she it's chose amazing. to do it for? Really? I think... 100%. Uh, I, I agree. Okay, so let's talk about the film, and then we'll yeah. talk about our review. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I, I'm just going to start off by saying I think that, like, she came to it, like, this is a 70s sci-fi film. Mm. This is... Uh, what's that Bowie film? Uh, Manifeld Man Earth. Manifeld Earth. Earth. This is a Manifeld Earth type film. This is a very intellectual, dark, conceptual art film that she saw the value in. In fact, so much so, this film was in development for what, like 10 years or something? Like, where, like, there's that point where she first signed on was four years before they even started filming. And there was like, no, I want to stay with this. I'm going to... Okay, so let's talk about what this movie this is. On, on me. It's important. Oh, no. Well, yes, but explain the movie, though. No, no, no. I mean, like, from her view. Yeah. I'm not, I didn't mean... That. Yeah. What I'm saying is important. Yeah. I meant what from what her point of view was. All right. Yeah. Uh, um, whose turn is it for this one? It's yours? mine. Yeah. Uh, like, we... Scarlett Johansson plays a alien being that has come to this planet to... Well, we really as, know what she's coming as for. near as we can tell, like seduce men mm. in the terms of like just a trick to get them to come to her, follow her to a place where they will be brought into sort of a matrix where they will be dissolved and turned into goo, if you will. We never really know the details of it. We know there's another alien out there who works with her who's played by a very famous 
actual motorcyclist because he has some big, fast, driving around the north side of Ireland scenes, they were like, maybe we should get an actual motorcyclist for this as opposed to just an actor. But, like, the real impetus of this film is her, who is an alien being, who is put on, literally put on the a duplicate skin, like, wearing it like a costume uh, of a human being, it finding sympathy for humans, finding, or I'm sorry, empathy would be a better term, understanding things. There's a monumental moment in this film where she picks up someone with a sort of elephant man type. Cystic fibrosis, I think. Yeah, no, I think no. it's something different. It's but, neuro. It's a neurofibrosis. Yeah, I think. neurofibrosis. I think so, yeah. but it doesn't matter. She, he's, he's, yeah. he's, he's uh, uh, yeah. severely deformed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is a marking point where she goes from "I'm doing my job" to like "I'm having questions about my job." All right. And hijinks ensue. And hijinks ensue. I found this a fascinating film, both visually. Audibly, oh my god! Some of the audio stuff going on in this film is like like nothing we've heard literally since the seventies. Well, I think that the um, the per- the person that did the score, he actually made a decision at one point to just film or just record like real life sounds. And so that a lot of it is just like what you would hear if you were, you know, walking down the street. And I want to be clear. Kind of thing. This is not a horror film in any conventional sense. This is a very much so a art film more than anything else. It's an experiential film. It's one of those ones that you, you, if you fade out, if you go and you pull up your cell phone or something, you're going to lose the the track of this movie. You're going to. You're going to go like, I, I fail to see the appeal. It's There's so many details that are so pretty and so beautiful about this. And at the end, that just a sense of like, even this pro- arguably uh, atheistic, vicious alien race, when put in our skin, go... Well, you guys still have some shit that's good enough that we maybe I would rather give up my life than murder you. Is kind of, you know, involving, emotionally involving. I found this to be a goddamn good movie. Uh, Patience, do you like this one? I'm 50 50 on this one. Um, The things that I liked about it was that we have this female predator who is. You know, driving around uh, Edinburgh or just Scotland in, in general, and she's, like, picking up guys, and she's basically, like, I don't know, ab- absorbing them, I guess, would be the, the she word She doesn't, but she takes them to a place but, that does. Yeah, she takes, yeah. Uh, so I kind of like that idea, because I, I think it shows a lot of the conflicts that we as women have on a daily basis, where, like, we can't just walk down the street and get picked up by some, you know, guy who's just like, hey, let me give you a lift. No, I mean, like, she can just be like, hey, you you want to go to the grocery store? And they're like, yeah, sure, no problem. And then she murders them. And it's, and it's like, hey, this is what our life is. This is how we live on a day-to-day basis. Um, I thought her accent was quite good. Yes. 
I thought Scarlett Johansson really, really put a lot of effort. I mean, because, you know, when you do fakey accents and you're like, yeah, you should never have done an accent, uh, Val Kilner and the Snowman, um, you should just... But she she had a really quite good accent. Once again, she worked on it for four years. For four, and, and it paid off. I was anticipating a lot of, like, the undercover, like, you know, the, the spy cam stuff that she did with the real street people. I was anticipating that to be really cringy as far as, like, them not knowing that they were being filmed. And I was... I was correct in well, that. Which, which, and, which to, to be clear, we haven't said it. None of those people, the people that yeah, they're they all, all they're the not people, actors. They're not actors. They when they approached those people on the street, when you see them in her van, they were just people they literally approached on the street. And then if it worked out, they brought them to the van. Then they go, "We're filming a movie. Are you willing to go to the next level? We'll pay you from here on out." And I was like, actually surprised because so many of those same like. Street act like street people that they picked up for this film, they were like totally willing to go full frontal because there is a lot of dick in this movie. There is not as much as rare extreme. Not no, I don't know. I don't know. I think I feel like there is more penis in this movie. Otherwise, I didn't think I was gonna like it, and I I'm still deciding whether or not I liked it. Phil. This movie is genius on so many levels. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, from the score to the cinematography to the fact that it had to be somebody like Scarlett Johansson playing this role. Like, when you look at, like, um, she wanted to be the lead in uh, um, the uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo movie. And uh, Fincher, Fincher straight up said, if you were the lead, people would only watch the movie because they knew you would have, like, a nude sex scene and would detract from the movie. Is exactly why this movie is important. The fact that you have somebody playing this character, that it would have had to have been a celebrity, somebody that people looked at as a sex icon, to play a character that quantifies what it is to be human, what humanity is about, and the fact that it's not skin deep. And you you watch this movie and you go, you know what, Not not every man in this movie is a bad man. And that's why, like, the man with the uh, neurofibrosis, or I'm not sure what his disorder was, or is, but he really did have that in real life, and and he ca- and Jonathan Glazer cast him. And that scene is, is mesmerizing, where, like, some people live, some people die, some people aren't even bad human beings. It's like a girl's picking you up at a bar. You're not an asshole to go home and sleep with her. You're not. She hit you. She hit on you. Like, the movie's not questioning whether or not people are sexist or not, or any of that. It's just... What place do people have in this world? And that's what they're looking at and, and really analyzing. And it's beautiful. And you see a scene where um, you've got a, a man and his wife and their baby. And the wife just starts drowning and on this beach. And, and she's watching this scene. And it's like the fucking In the Air Tonight Phil Collins song happening in like a <laughs> horror movie. And well, you're watching it. Everything that happens around her, all mm-hmm. those little incidents. It's horrific. It's things fun. are heard. Judging humanity. Yeah, 100%. It's about her going, oh, that's a fucked up shit that happened with humanity. But then she has things that happen that make her question it. And you go, as an audience member, it speaks to you and makes you go, 
like, yeah, we're surrounded by horror, but those little moments where you go, it, there's something to us. If, if, if you're watching this movie because you think Scarlett Johansson's hot and she's going to get naked, then cool. That part's you're, you're, you're not going to get fucking anything out of this movie. <laughs> you're going to be like, oh, yay, there's a hot girl. And then, you know what? Do better on yourself. Maybe you can date somebody like her. Point being is, what happens to her at the end of this movie, if that doesn't strike a chord with you... Then you know what? Maybe watching this isn't for you because this movie has a very deep-seated message that you're just fucking someone's skin. There's a soul and a human or a humanity well underneath said. that. That's very and well said. If you can't see that, then it's not for you. No, no, no. I hadn't even occurred of saying that in that under the skin that you're just fucking someone's. You're skin. fucking no. someone's skin. Now, there's there's a humanity, and it's not about the humans. It's about how do you look at life, and that's what this movie's about, and it's beautiful, yeah. and I love it. Yeah, Russ. Uh, <clears throat> um, I, I thought the movie, um, first of all, uh, Jonathan Glazer had done, uh, Sexy, Sexy Beast. Beast, which yeah, is fantastic. Amazing. Yeah. And he'd also done, uh, Birth, which I was not as big of a fan of. Yeah, Still a good movie. And, though. yeah, and then he had done, uh, this movie, and I don't think he's done anything since. Um, certainly not as a feature director. Um, <clears throat> look, the movie is arty. It is arty as fuck. Um, so it may not necessarily be your thing, particularly if you're a horror fan, you're looking for something to grapple with. Um, it's you know. super boring. Yeah. The, I, I, I don't totally disagree with that. Um, that may have been one of my bigger problems with the film was I felt that, you know, the film, it, it traffics in ambiguity. It, it does not reach for you as a film. You have to reach for it. Um, and this was definitely one of those movies I had to go on the internet afterwards and be like, what the fuck was going on in this movie? Because like I'm not that. totally sure. I like that. No, no. And and that's not a, a dig on the film. Yeah. Um, it was just after I left the film. And I, because I enjoy ambiguity, I particularly enjoy ambiguity in sci-fi and horror films. I do too. But it has to be done well. It is done well in this movie. Oh, yeah. But um, for for me personally, I was sort of like, I'm going to need more. I, I'm I'm very curious what other people's opinions on this film was, and and I I looked at uh, a, a couple of different uh, blog posts and videos about the movie, and I I did feel like, look, if you're asking, does this movie have a story? Is it going somewhere? Because as a film, it it does not necessarily have that as an initial viewing. Um, it does. It, it is going somewhere. Someone has thought about it. There are things going on within the film. So, in that sense, I greatly enjoyed it. I, I'd certainly be curious um, what the rest of our uh, our podcast crew here thought about who the motorcyclist was within the film. He's that a, he's, was so confusing. He's a very prominent character within he's the a, film. He's a, a watcher alien. Yeah. He's another part of their crew. He's I thought like, he was more like a familiar and 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 so and what I like about yeah, the film is like a human who watches over uh, the alien. Yeah, you thought he was he, a human, not an alien. Yeah, I thought he was a human that takes care of all of her shit. But then he was like psychic too. That never so occurred. To me I don't before. know. And and so the, again, that was something I was enjoyed weird. about the film was that it does not attempt to answer that question for you, but it is in the movie. Clearly, the filmmakers have Can we see have that mesmerizing like. Third act sequence where her, she peels her skin off and she's holding spoiler her alert. face. Well, we do spoiler reviews <laughs> from the show where she's holding her head, 
the skin that of her head cool. in her that own hands cool. with her black body. And it's as a guy who was happy, as a guy who was happy to fucking rape her ten seconds ago, yeah. burns her to death because she's holding her skin. Yeah. That is a huge message yeah. for what is wrong with a lot of human beings. And, right. actually and that's what this movie is so important about. Uh, uh, and Damn, I Phil. and I don't I don't want to. I, 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 think, I think about that shit. I hate to do this, but Phil's kept calling it out as a female. I felt like they were definitely like, oh, this is like this sexually active woman who is black inside. You oh know what I mean? Uh, I don't yeah. listen. Listen. I don't totally disagree empty. with you on She's that. I do. I do feel like there was an element of that within the film. The alien skin is black now. She's black, and it has, it has, it has nothing. No, I mean, no, no, no. She was, she was supposed to be an empty void. That's not it at all. That's literally what they said on the wiki. They say she's an empty void. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I, I don't think it has anything to do with the racial issue, though. Oh no, I'm not saying racial. No, I think you meant you meant as a as a as a black mark, like it's it's like, like the scarlet letter kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, she's a sexually active woman who is empty inside, and that's why she's sexually active. She's no, nothing. Oh, I don't see that either. Yeah, so she's make, void. make her invisible, so you have no more horrible fucking misinterpretations. Well, well, I mean. Well, That's so I, I so, so I had not seen this movie. I had been looking forward to it. Um, Glazier is a really terrific filmmaker. He made like Karma Police, the Radiohead video. I think he's like a really sharp filmmaker. Um, personally, um, I thought the first half of this movie was pretty mesmerizing. Um, it's funny looking at Scarlett Johansson's filmography. I think she's obviously really talented. She's it, it's hard to deny really beautiful, but. Um, I mean, but, but how much acting should does she really do, though? It's she's terrific. No, no, amount. she's... The scenes where she has to go from talking to the guys and then being an alien, like, yeah. her expression change... Her accent is amazing. Her accent is really terrific. I think there's an otherworldliness to her that is hard to deny in this movie. It's not something I probably would have picked up with um, in another movie, but in this movie, I think they do play that, that side of her really strong. She seems inhuman in a lot of ways. Um, it's a purely visual film in a lot of striking um, sequences. A lot of this movie... This movie is almost entirely undependent on dialogue. There is dialogue, and it maybe moves the plot along or whatever, but it's not dependent on it. it Glazier is an incredibly visual filmmaker. Um, the sequence... So, Brady Snellis made this point in his podcast, and it's really hard to deny. Unfortunately, he spoiled it for me, but the sequence where... The alien or Scarlett Johansson's character observes uh, this uh, swimmer um, try and save this family that's trying to save a dog, and everybody dies, and there's like babies and stuff. And it, it, he he made this amazing point. That is the difference between movies and TV. So he said, you know, everybody's talking about this is the TV golden age, but he talked about that sequence and he said, you will not see a sequence like this on any freaking TV show. And I and when I watched it, I I was stunned by it. He was right. In other words, in other words, he was making a distinction between everybody's like, well, now I watch TV, right? Like now I watch Breaking Bad or I watch um, Stranger Things and how these are all terrific. And we're in this golden age. But the difference between movies and TV is that sequence. You would never see a disturbingly bizarre sequence like where the alien just watches this family try and save a dog and drown to death and then knock out the guy so he can take him and leave a crying baby on the beach. I've never seen anything that remotely resembles that in TV. And I think that 
it shows how this is a purely this is a very Kubrickian movie. It's almost it's almost hard to deny how much Kubrick is in this movie. Like it's almost like, geez, man, like lay off the Kubrick. And normally I love Kubrick, but it's such a Kubrickian movie. It really reminded me of two thousand one and all this stuff. Um, but I, I think. It's interesting talking about this movie in terms of it being a horror movie. I do think it's a horror movie because I think like there's a lot of upsetting, disturbing sequences. Um, and and but I do think by the second half, as much as Phil felt that he connected with the with the movie for its um, messages, I did not. Um, I felt it to be an interesting film. Um, but by the second half, I felt like what it was up to was not as interesting to me as the hypnotic first half of the film. Um, which I enjoyed more, probably because I'm more of a genre guy. I just liked that it was weirder. It was um, it was beautifully filmed, and I just like that alien otherness to it. So, anyways, um, so let me get this straight. You thought this was oh, I'm gonna start a, a fucking fight again. Oh, no, here we go. But you thought this was more of a horror film than Pitch Black? Yeah, yes. yeah, absolutely. Even you, Phil, at even, two films? I'm not even getting yeah. involved. At two, where's Randy? Started. Are you Randy? Be, 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 because it's the actual, what the story's about. Okay. It's not about, like, her going and killing again, all of humanity. Again, and then, like, Arnold again we're talking about, and this, is, and this is where I have to come back I to my point. I think this was a horror film. No. Compared to something like Pitch Black, where you have Vin, there was no Vin Diesel character in this movie. You don't know what's going to happen with her I character, mean, and that's what makes it a horror film. I don't know if Diesel or not, but this was not a horror film. It does not... It does not... There was nothing horrific. The only thing yes, that was. I found that I was seriously disturbed about was the fact that when they leave the baby on the beach. That was literally the but only th- that's thing upsetting, that But I found, me. like, you know, making those guys walk through that weird thing and they start to sink. And the, that amazing sequence where the one character is floating in the... Horror. It was scary it to me. It was weird. It was upsetting. I don't know. I I find I mostly found that I made those same arguments with Pitch Black, and you were like, "No, I don't think so." You were like, "I was like, that was really frightening." I don't want to bring up. There is nothing like the moment in the black room in Pitch Black. There is nothing even on that level. You mean you mean like moments like when like fucking like things come down and like not the same kind of sequence. No, I was just the idea that the characters floating in a in a void and sees the other character begin to disintegrate and that character is sucked out of his skin. Well, know. you guys have a conversation over there. We won't talk no, about it. No, I'm listening to you, Rob. No, she was saying she agrees and disagrees, which makes me feel no better. All right. Uh, no, I agree and disagree with Chris, but I just, I feel like you guys are making the same arguments against Pitch Black that no, you're making for I under I think this that's thing. totally incorrect. All right, moving on to the next movie. Do we have to? Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. All right. The next movie, which actually I loved, and I know Rob, I'm looking at you right now. We're going to be the enemies on this one. This was my pick. I pushed hard which for this movie, which I think is the greatest alien abduction horror film wow. ever made. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to say. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> To be fair, there's almost no competition. I actually pushed wow. really hard. I completely disagree. This was my di- my choice of a film. And Patience, give us the plot. I'm so sorry. Um, Why because are you sorry? I I don't I like I like this film, but I don't think it's the greatest. I think it's great. Okay. All right, Patience, give us the plot. So, Egret and Frankenstein 
go on their honeymoon. <laughs> Victor Frankenstein. Victor Frankenstein, thank you. Not the go monster. on their honeymoon. Monster, uh, so Rose, Rose Leslie, who played Egret in uh, Game of Thrones. Who is and one of the most interesting actors. Amazing. And, and she actually just got married to Jon Snow. Yeah, she did. Anyway, did and um, Harry Treadway, who played Victor Frankenstein in Penny Dreadful. Which was a great first two seasons were amazing. So they go on their honeymoon. They're in Canada. Um, Canada. They're in this cabin in the woods. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, why is it always a cabin in the woods? Because they have a limited budget and they have to work with everyone. I just spent Thanksgiving in a a, 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 a cabin in the woods in in Canada and nothing happened. Why? I, know, I guess right? I'm not sure this Chris Cox is the same Chris Cox. Maybe I we should cut him open have, and check it, it out. Yeah. I felt disappointed, actually. We have a parasite Chris Cox right now. Honestly, right now, my life feels like a good idea. Go ahead, Phil. I want it. Right. So, anyway, B, who is played by Rose Leslie, um, she starts acting a little bit strange. Yeah. And then it comes to her husband's attention that everyone, all three of them, are acting strange. And that maybe there's hijinks that are ensuing. (laughs) Okay. Hijinks. I think this is a movie that succeeds almost entirely by performances. I think... This is this is one of the problems that I have with the movie is that these are clearly British actors and the director of the film decided that they needed to speak with English or sorry American accents. I and it's so painfully apparent that they're like uh, well, speaking with Amer or Canadian accents or American accents. I, 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 I think you're looping them together. I think Rose Leslie is very obviously not using a very good American inheritance. Their accents are terrible. I don't even know why <coughs> they tried to make them speak in American or Canadian accents. Like, you should have just... It would have been I, such a better movie. I regularly ask that question where I'm like, if there's not a plot reason... Just make him speak. Why they have to be like the same, like from America? Why are they that? Does it have to be like? Do you feel like Americans need an argument? Like, oh well, we need a whole little plot, like sublimation of like this is how we met. I don't think we do. We just go. You know what? Sometimes people from other countries fall in love and get married. It's not really important. Chadaway carries his fucking movie. Um, the he's what? so good, Harry Chadaway. Like he's so good in this movie. And he really is. I he's think Rose so Leslie. Oh, Frankenstein. Also. They're both. Yeah, he, great. No, she's fine, but she's right. The accent does kind of like annoy me at times. It, it never bothers me. So the one thing I and I actually like this movie, and I pushed hard for this movie just because it's it's one of my new favorite like, alien horror films. But um, one of the... I will straight up say that it has its, you know, low points. And it's 87 minutes long. And they literally spend 20 minutes on their, like, shitty fucking relationship. I where what, what? Like, they're just like, ooh, bzz, 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 bzz. They're, they're deeply you know, in love with each other. It gets, so, I mean, maybe, okay. I, obviously, I'm not sentimental, so maybe, I, it just got old for me no, after a pick. while. I was like, I felt like that's what worked for me with this movie the most. Is really, that, they spent 20, okay. uh, 87 minutes I on, like... I that like, setup of, like... Like, these people really are in love with each other in a very cute and very affectionate, very, like, I get it way. And then to watch it all, like, break down. I mean, like, literally, the the third act 
reveal of her like I'm only kind of me, but there's enough left of me that they loves you. They spend like five minutes talking in goose. Quack, quack, quack. Honk, honk, honk. Quack, quack, quack. I want to point out Patience picked this movie. I know, and I picked this movie, and I actually like this film, but I just felt like... I'm a little baffled. I, I can I so, can just... I cannot... Is like it my the, turn? Well, hold on one more second. <laughs> she had one more thing she had She's to holding say. a finger into my face right now. I so. really like the she, ending of this well, film. Don't feel bad. She actually put her hand on my mouth mm-hmm. earlier. So. <laughs> she did. I actually really like the ending of this film. I think it ended well. Um, when they say, it's time to get the fuck out, and he's like, oh, but there's just one more thing I have to do. That's really annoying. But, yeah, what I really like the ending. That's um, it. Now that's it. I'm done. I've seen this movie a couple of times. Really? I actually, I actually, really? I actually really like this movie. I, um, I'm a big fan. I'm super I, shocked. I, I think that it's uh, really intelligent. I think that it takes the alien genre and it plays upon something like a woman's pregnancy and like a foreign object in someone's body, and it really does a good job of playing what that would be like to actually have something foreign inside of you. And how a man could not possibly understand that. I think it does that very, very, very well. Yeah, those Cronenbergian. Very, very much so. And it's so simple, but yet at the same time, it's like it has good actors. And I mean, I will say, like, at times, like, you know, I got a little annoyed by Igrid just because I felt like a lot of people could have maybe done that, like, role better than her. And they made the movie more successful. I thought Paul, played by Harry Treadaway, was fantastic, though. Uh, I feel like she was only cast because Game of Thrones was super popular at the time, and it still is. Dude, I'm telling you, put anybody in that fucking role that speaks English, like, as, like, an American I thought girl. she was so good. I thought Let she her was play a Scottish now. person or an English person, and she'd kill it. But uh, the accents and, like, were unnecessary. The, the, the accent was a little... It pulled me out a couple of times. But like, I'm I mean, famously not capable of detecting bad accents. So well, you know, it was bad. you know what? It was you're, bad. you're up to direct the next Thor movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, like I, I liked it a lot. The only thing I really did wish was at the end I could see an entire lake full of people just in the bottom of it. Well, way to spoil it. No, I'm not spoiling anything. I'm well, this is a full spoiler podcast. I just, I, I just imagine an entire community where everyone's been drowned, and that'd be really cool. But um. I thought it was cool, and I loved the idea. Like, you got to think, it's a two-hander for the most part. And they do a good job of talking about life, love, why their wedding wasn't exactly what they wanted it to be, but why they love each other. And then all of a sudden, it's like, what's my name? What do I mean to you? Why, did, why are you writing these things? And, and, and it becomes like, you know, this almost jealous relationship about, like, an alien coming in between you. I, I and like, it's cool. I like that I it has that. that whole idealism of, like, that and very well filmed. fresh... Of like we're so in love, and then has this abstract way of like dealing with that's not going to last. I make I mean like you, super interested about you, what the summer is. You know what I like about this way most is that it could have taken an easy way out, and she could have been like, "Oh, an alien's in me. I'm going to go kill you and everybody and make a horror movie out of it, like a super huge like genre picture out of it," and instead. They start, they're grounded and they're, they're challenging, like, you know, what it is to actually like, talk about, like, what the fuck's happening right now. And they could have gone this other direction where, like, like almost human goes, where it's like, 
trying to just bite off Halloween or Terminator. This didn't go that direction, and it's brilliant because of that. I feel Summers like Brothers. the Summers Brothers are no, like they didn't sighing. Like they did not like Huddy. No, did they're you? like, I don't get it. Like, Rob, when you told me you didn't get it, I was like, no, you didn't like it. And it's fine because I love this director has mm-hmm. a career now. Like, he's directed the new craft movie, and there's another one after that. Well, he's That's the same. So she, and she's it. married to one of the Duffers brothers. To say you didn't get it insinuates, mm-hmm. like, I got it. You didn't. I didn't mean it's that. It, like you didn't like it. Russ, go ahead. I'm, I apologize. No, you didn't. You. I understood what you meant. <clears throat> I'm so, so you guys didn't like a movie. Are the Sour Girls still on the same page? We've, we've liked like pretty movies. much every movie we've talked about, except yeah. for the one that I suggested. Titties. <laughs> that's not why we did that. That's not. That's not why. I just didn't think it was horror. Um, yes, this was definitely, I think, the, the least of the films that we've reviewed on the podcast. Uh, wow. yeah. All right. So, um, let me, let me just make a couple points here. First of all, listen, let me start with something positive. If you're a fan of people making breakfast, <laughs> this is a movie for you. I am. A lot. Of, a yeah, you would be. A lot of breakfast gets made in this movie, and a lot of discussion about who's going to make breakfast, what they're going to have for You're breakfast. You're making me hungry right now. All right. That that was a big part of this movie, so, you know, go for it. Um, I felt that, uh, I felt that the, the, the marriage aspect of this film, which I think a pretty central aspect of the film, never really rang true for me. They didn't feel like a real couple for me. They spend a, a lot of time, particularly in the beginning of the movie, Really trying to cement that they're a couple. Um, there's a lot of sort of stupid dialogue about how, you know, they, they have a little private jokes and all that other kind of stuff. Um, and it just never worked for me. I especially felt that the, the, the guy who plays her husband in this is just, he's kind of bland. He, he just never really worked for me. I can't even picture his face, um, watching this film. Yeah, and, and I didn't think she was great. And I think that the script and the direction really kind of failed the actors at that point. Um, it just, they just never felt like a real couple to me. They, in any of the movie. Um, uh, let's see, real thing, go with this. Um, I thought there was a lot of dumb horror movie decisions. Oh. Um, there was a particular wait, 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 scene. Wait, 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 like what? Like basically I, the whole like basically happened. the whole movie. Why would you stay there when this is going on? Why would you tell your wife to quote put on the nightgown, put on the nightgown over and over again? Why wouldn't you say, "Look, I'm going to leave. I'm going to come back with some qualified professionals. We're going to figure out what the fuck is wrong with you, both medically and psychologically." I think because ultimately you you have more plausibility in your no, mind. No, no, no. I'm not a big plausibility guy, and I'm not a big logic guy. I, I, here's what I look for in a film. More than that, what I look for is emotional logic. And I feel like this movie, which is predicated on an, uh, a marriage, is, from an emotional standpoint, I just didn't buy. I didn't already buy them as a couple. And then, for them to start to have these weird problems, like, I don't know, I feel like maybe my new bride has been... Possessed by something, has wandered <laughs> off into the woods and now come back and it's like a monster. I would personally be like, I've got to fucking leave I mean, or I've something. I've been for like two years and I'm still developing. I agree. Yes, but if Courtney wandered out of the house 
and then came back with weird stuff on her, you wouldn't be like, well, I guess you were just... And you should put on your nightgown. No, 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 just no. put on your nightgown. I agree with you 100%. At one point, it's like, we're going to get the fuck out of here, but first, let me go do this one thing. I, I 100% agree. So, agree there was that to it. Um, let me just say this. This honeymoon was so boring, I would want an alien abduction. <laughs> I personally would be like, anything to just fucking break up the monotony of this. And they fair, go. You're not, a, you're not a country guy. I, to be fair, I'm not a big camper, or I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I would not spend my honeymoon going out to a cabin in the woods. So I get where the prosecution's heading with this one. Yeah, so <laughs> you understand where I'm going. So if the movie was good, no. If the movie was good, you may not want to go personally, but you would understand why they would want to go. And the so, movie's not there's good. A, there's a there's a particularly prevalent scene where they go to get something to eat in town. And they go there, and they have what I would say is a pretty bad customer service experience. Yes. And, 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 and when they do, this person appears to have some sort of connection to uh, the bride. Yes, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and at that point, I feel like, again... Maybe it's time to get for us to get the fuck out of here, or something. At least that restaurant. Instead, they stay. They talk to this person. They interact with this person. They keep trying to fish. Yeah. At that point, I've I basically checked out of the film. And again, and this has been a recurring theme within, unfortunately, this podcast. No, I feel like we need to take the Sunburst out to like a country, like a lake. In environment. Let me let me let me just stop you there because I'm gonna. Uh, I'm just in my defense, you know, I'm from Texas. I grew up in Texas. I've been to places that I would think are particularly country. And <laughs> he did the quote and go with his hands. Well, I have. I I listen. But what I'm saying, listen. I shot a did country music them? video. With, you did. I do. I I understand that part of it, and that's why the movie does not ring particularly true to me. Is that I have been fucking camping. But I have been to a- it was in Canada though. It wasn't like normal <sighs> persons camping. You think that's why we didn't like the movie? Uh, like, do you think we didn't like the movie because they go to they go camping in Canada? I don't think we're judging you on that. I'm just saying that. I mean, like, that's like that's like. I'm just really surprised ooh. you guys didn't like this really super. This is this is a film. I, I just, for me, the film didn't work. I felt the pacing was bad. The dialogue was bad. Um, the premise, um, unfortunately, I think, was a, not a bad premise. But it just didn't come together for me as a film, uh, particularly a sci-fi horror film. So, Rob, do you yeah. have similar feelings? I feel almost the exact same way. Th- this it. film was like the least I favorite. I sucked at I, I held out hope for Rob. I picked... Pitch Black and fucking Honeymoon. I, I I Pitch Black is an awesome movie. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. 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 Honeymoon was one of my top two of this entire list. Yes! So, there you go. So good. It's not for everybody, obviously. It's my least favorite it's film. Okay. Least favorite. It's my second favorite, so whatever. It's okay, Rob, let's go. I mean, I think it, it, this what this felt like to me was, was an arty um, actor exercise. Like, every scene was longer than it needed to be. It felt like the actors, like, they gave each of them a motivation... And and a thing to do, and then they would act that out like I'm watching acting class, and it drove me nuts. Like he's trying to leave, and you're trying to stop him, or she's trying to do this, and you're trying to do this, and it was like it was tedious, and it was all like dialogue from fucking Lost, where it's like, well, what are you doing? Well, I'm just not going to tell you. Well, what are you doing? Can you just tell me what you're doing? I won't do anything else to tell me what you're doing, but I'm not going to tell you what I'm doing. And I'm like, oh my fucking god! 
Like this scene should be two minutes and it's like 10 minutes. It drove me bananas. No, no one in this movie acts like an actual human being. They're, they're, what they, what it was was the writer director came up with something that they wanted to happen. They want a weird moment or they want to point to the scene. So they would have actors behave in ways that human beings don't fucking behave. And it was super irritating. Um, I, I have to say, um, most of the movie feels like a first act. It's like the first act to a movie. It builds and it builds and it builds. It's like something weird's going on. In this scene, something weird's going on. And then wait, and then in this scene, something weird's going on. And then like 60 minutes into the movie, we start to get some forward momentum on the plot. But no, but at this point, no one has acted like an actual human being would act. They wouldn't have stuck around that long or they would have investigated further. It's okay. Yeah. It's your wife. Um, so what would you rather do? I mean, I don't honestly like I think the movie is I think the movie is really tedious. Dude. It is a tedious movie, it is repetitive, it is not interesting, it's never really scary. I will say I thought the there alien was a birth scene alone, good fucking god. Look Oh yeah, at, the Cronenbergian that shit yeah. fucked me up. But I, I was so disinterested in the movie. About it. They could have done anything. My thing with the movie is that the idea, the metaphor of the horror movie in this is really good. The idea that you get married and that suddenly the person you're with is not who you thought they were. That idea, like the honeymoon is over, was great. And I think it carried a lot of me wanting the movie to work well. But it doesn't. And it was like, nail. it was... It was a chore to get through this movie because there's no forward momentum. What's going on? I mean, like, it was like, you know, he goes out. I, 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 everything about this movie drove me nuts. It really? just, it was like nails on a chalkboard. I just could not wait it's for it to be that, over. That when it got towards the end, when she's like, when it's really revealed what the context of, of, of like her. What, what's going on in this movie has no actual consistent rules. Hold on. There isn't a logic to it. No, but that's not always a bad thing. Neither is it under the skin. But I disagree no with that completely. Rules there no, either. but there isn't things that contradict each other like in this movie. No, but there's what is going? What is going on? Like, when does she get infected? We don't even have that scene. Yeah, but why, but why, when does she get infected with the animal? That has nothing to do with when does she get infected? Contradictory. When does she what get infected? About that? You know what's funny? What I'm telling you is that we don't know. There's no doesn't make it contradictory. I don't agree with that at all. Wait, wait, how? Because what goes on in this film, it's like, from scene to scene, right, wait, there wait. isn't, there isn't, so you're right, there oh, isn't a scene where she gets infected. I get it. But then, there's also not I, a scene I, I, where I, I, we know what happens with Scarlett Johansson I feel and like I get No, we do, we have the first scene and we, they're building her, I understand I what's like happening there. I feel like I get there. where your confusion is. Because We're, it's not my confusion. No, no, no. I'm not confused watching no, this no, no, movie. No, no, no. In the context of me saying it all makes sense and you saying it doesn't. Look, is she is she infected with an alien presence? Yes, but what is it doing? Like, what is the plan of she's this alien? Slowly changing. No, she's not. She's not the. Immediately, she's not the person. She's writing in a notebook. Like, well, I'm not this person. This is the fake bullshit I'm going to say to somebody. So why but, is that? But why is that an issue? It's a, what it's is the a, fucking life cycle? Of this alien. There's no consistent logic to this movie. It's just from scene to scene. They give the actors a motivation. They let them play out a bullshit motivation that's not consistent with the next. Scene. I'm more confused with the fact that we haven't had a Russ rant. We've had multiple Rob versus Chris rants. <laughs> Rob. <laughs> Speaks for the Summers Brothers in this podcast. <laughs> I was I, I I passionately was disappointed in this film. I think that the, all the elements are there for it to be a good movie, and it's not. It's not. It's tedious. Incredibly emotionally, you know. This is a film that will be, I guess, maybe divided based upon like. I mean, I like the movie. 
a lot. Like, meaning if, like, Lee Janik, Janik, whatever her name is, like, yeah, Janik, Jan- whatever. Okay. Yeah. If she was like, here's my next movie, and I was a hundred millionaire, but like, you know what? Here's money for your next movie. Like I liked it that much. It's not because she's a bad actress, or the other guy's a bad actor. Yeah, That's not the problem with the director. director. I'm the talking director about the gave, story. I'm just saying, yeah. the director gave me a script right now, and I was a hundred millionaire, but like, you know what? Fuck it. I like this. I would pay her for her next movie because I believe in what she's doing. Like if I had the money to be like this woman, like I, I want to see what else she's going to create. I really, really do. And I mean, I understand what you're saying. It just relates to people differently. Like to me, it really, it really touched me emotionally and relationship wise. Like it, it affected me. Yeah. And maybe some people it won't affect that same way. To me, it affected in my life, and that, I don't it, know how to. I, I can't be like. It's like being a Republican or a Democrat. I can't make you like the views of somebody else. I can't. Towards the end, there's I like it. where she's begging her husband. It's like you don't understand. Yeah, there's like a lot of them. And, and, yeah. Will you give me a second yeah. here? Where she's going, please, you're going to die anyway. Let me help you. All I'm asking you is for, like, to give us a few more moments where we get to have the real love. I already know these things. And it's, it is. It's abstract. It's confusing. No, nothing in it's the movie is consistent with that. She says that, but then she's not acting that way. No, she's, I don't agree with that. I don't dis- I don't agree with you at I, all. That is not what happens in this I, movie. I feel that the, the employment of ambiguity in this movie is nowhere near on the level of something like Under the Skin. Well, like, I, I, just, know, I just don't agree with that. Like, I feel like any, any employment of ambiguity in this film is in the service of Kind of bad writing or bad storytelling. What I, I like about it is it really takes into point what a man will never know what it's like to be like pregnant and have an alien thing inside. The them. metaphor of the movie is kick ass. I and, totally and, agree and with I you. I think that. I just think the movie well. is not good. Like I don't think it's. I don't think it's entertaining. I don't think. I don't think it's consistent. I don't think it's. I think it's like. I think it's a chore to. Well, you have patience. Yeah. You divided the hey, you know what? For a movie that only has a $1 million budget, I thought the SBs would be more into it. But. That's because that assessment that we only like movies that are independent is incorrect. Yes. Yeah, we're okay. Agree. One, one million is a lot uh, of money. And I'm yeah. sorry. That yeah. I I'll like take one million dollars for a movie. I know that there's a lot of shitty relationship stuff that you have to wade through to get to the end, but I fucking love the third act of this movie. But and I and love shitty relationship movies. Like, I love relationship movies. I love genre movies. I love alien movies. I love sci-fi movies. Put all those together. I mean, I am fucking in. This movie itself, I feel like, falls apart on that level. Deeply emotionally moving. See, I disagree because you look at something like The Strangers, and there's there's an innate metaphor of... Um, of of breakup and 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 love and 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 the fear of marriage and, the and strangers. I oh, would, yeah. In fact, I would venture to say if we're gonna if we're gonna go there, the strangers to me, the opening scene <laughs> of that film with the with the breakup is perhaps one of the greatest breakups, if not the greatest breakup I've ever seen in a movie. And and and, oh, and so, up in the air had a better breakup. Disagree, because she died. Uh, I mean, so, like, so again, but, but my point is, 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 is I don't feel anything on that level in this film. I, I, I appreciate the Summers Brothers all day, every motherfucking day. You guys but, guide me. Yeah, where's the butt? Where's the butt? No, and I agree with you more often than I don't. 
And I, I, I love it when that we have completely different takes on the same movie because that's why we oh. have this podcast. But rarely are we this emotional about Well, I mean, rarely have we drank a whole entire fifth of Jim Beam. Really? I would be emotional about these movies if I was Stone Cold Sober. Yeah, I, just, I, I mean, I feel that same way. You know what's going on? I got, real quick, I got emotional the bar the other day talking about them. I, I we're, we're all passionate people. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're here talking that's about them. So I'm going to ask everybody real quick. Your yes. favorite movie of the of the ones that we watched, Chris. Oh, wow. Your favorite. Um, Jesus. Your favorite. I'm looking through the list. And I'm going to say, uh, you know, I feel like Pitch Black doesn't even qualify for some. Extent. You can pick it. That's fine. It's on the list. Yeah, I'm Black. not going to pitch. Black's your favorite well, of the movies gonna... that we watched. Patience, what's your favorite? I'm not going to I'm not going to pitch pick Pitch Black. Okay. What because you, what fuck you, you guys. What would you pick as your favorite? Um. <laughs> I would say Quartermass of the Pit. Wow. Oh, so, good job, guys. Good did job. anyone predict she would even I did not. I did not see anything. I heard fucking of it. loved that film. I watched it twice. Wow. wow. Yeah. We actively had discussions like, She's I gonna can't wait it. to hear how much she ate. She's going to hate it. Yeah. All right. I liked it. Phil, your favorite movie we watched? Ah, oh, man. Like, I've got two that I love. That's fine. Pick two. Pick two. Like, like I, I absolutely love Under the Skin for everything it is. Yeah, it sounds that, like maybe. it. And for everything it is and everything that people like want it to be, and that it's kind of a fuck you in the face people that want it to be this huge sexualized movie, mm-hmm. and it's a fucking fuck you to that, and I love that for it. But I loved Honeymoon. And I mean, yeah. I know we can talk about it. So Honeymoon and Under the Skin. That's my boy, Blue. But I really actually, I, I, I really, <laughs> I look at that film and I find it inspiring when you see a two-hander, and I mean, I get what you're saying, 100%. I just looked at it differently. Okay, well, it worked for you. So, yeah. That's fine. So, what's your fave, Russ? Ooh, wow. What's your uh, fave? God. This was a really good list. Um, and, and, and I want to say, even though I didn't love Honeymoon, um, I, I still think it's a movie, you know, for, for horror films or sci-fi uh, films. It's it's worth watching. Ah, oh, wow. This is tough. Oh, come on. Just pick I one. really like oh, all you these can movies. Do you can do it. Just pick two. Um, I'm feeling it's Quartermass in the Pit. You can do it. I mean, okay. Like uh, certainly, uh, probably Quartermass in the Pit is, um, I, I think, uh, as far as intelligent horror sci-fi, uh, is really great. I, I really like Dr- Day of the Triffids, and um, yeah. and I really liked Planet of the Vampires. You have to Ooh. pick one as the entire point of this question. Um, the movie that I pick is Fuck You, Chris. Uh, <laughs> which is my favorite. My me so I would say, I honest to God, I like, I like almost is. all these movies except for Literally, Honeymoon. And, and even Honeymoon, I would tell you if you're a horror sci-fi I fan so and you're scrolling sorry. through Netflix, you know... Feel free to watch it and have an opinion on it. I totally thought you guys would like Honeymoon. I am like no, I, I was excited to watch it. It just I, I have a heartbroken. There's right. many things to admire about the film. But, 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 but Honeymoon, but, but I like, but I like Honeymoon in the sense that I like a lot of movies, which is I enjoy discussing or arguing with that. Uh, about that film with with intelligent oh, film fans. The Jedi loved it. The Sith hated it. So yeah. <gasps> Wait, I don't want to be a Jedi. I want to be a Sith. Um, Rob, I guess I mean I'm probably gonna have to pick Quartermass. Although yeah. it's, it was actually really difficult looking at a lot of these movies. You're right. Like I like a, a lot of them as much. I as really I did. I thought this was a Quartermass is probably up my up my up my alley a little more. But um, did you guys find that it was actually hard finding really good alien movies that weren't like the obvious? Yeah. Like a lot of other movies, like that we like we pick about like where it's like man you have thousands of like slashers to pick mm-hmm. out like, it's, like, it's like 
aliens, like if it's not like one of the handful of super famous ones, no. they're not existing. Well, yeah, I, I, like, I think a, it's. Do you mean Alien? Do you mean Event Horizon? No. Yeah, no. Alien, I, I, I think it was. Tried. I think it was difficult in the sense that no um, a film that has uh, aliens in it that is also a horror uh, film, you know, it's difficult. And I think obviously, you know. Uh, uh, Patience and Chris had a seriously difficult problem with uh, Pitch Black, but you know whatever. What uh, a problem with Pitch Black? Well, no, no, no. In, as in far as as far as being a fan of a horror film, um, you were also oh, probably a fan of of, of sci fi films, and and those films tend to overlap. And and Pitch Black is a perfect example of that. So, favorite alien of of the like the in all the movies, who was your favorite alien? Wait, oh, what? Shit. Like your favorite that's alien? Your favorite alien. monster, per you se. You know, okay, well, yeah. alright, so that's when really... When they presented an actual alien character Chris. on screen. Mm-hmm. Who was yeah, your, what was your favorite you, alien? You. The trip okay. is... Don't start with me. No, you have to start with you. That's, that's fine, patience, pick one. Um, oh shit, and I'm gonna regret saying this, but this Scarlett Johansson. Okay, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yes, I actually, yeah. that is the cool. answer, yeah. She no? was my favorite She's alien. She's a kick-ass alien. It's everyone's favorite alien. Uh, it's everyone's favorite I mean, everything. Phil? Yeah. Exactly. Phil? I, uh, yeah, I mean, I would probably have to agree, like, Mankind is our favorite alien. Okay. Ooh, okay, good one. Oh, well, oh yeah, no, like, like, that. like, oh, so that's abstract. a good one. I mean, it, that's no, what it is. No, it's but good, I mean, because I think that that's a theme one. in all the like, movies. I, okay, it's not going to be a fucking Triffid or a fucking Locust no, or a fucking thing no, in bad makeup. That was Mankind. Yeah. No, that's what I love about Quartermass, what I love about Under the Skin. That's what I love about Russ. You know, the Triffids. Because okay. they were so weird. They were so otherworldly. They had so much promise. And you can roll them up, dry them out, and smoke them. They yeah. do. No, I wasn't trying to be joking. Yeah, no, just smoke I, them. I'm not trying to be joking. I'm just like, there's so much promise. Why they do not. Why is it? Yes, I, I feel the promise was fulfilled. So, Rob? Yeah. Um, I think, uh, actually, my favorite is the Alien and Altered. It, it was, was a, really a formidable, alien. interesting opponent. I just, I really liked him. It was, was too cheeky for my liking. Okay, well, you know, he he's my favorite. So he, he, I, I he's think a he's prankster. awesome. He's a prankster. That but I, I just felt like he resembled the Grey's aliens, but they they made a twist on him. I thought that was kind of yeah, cool. He was cheeky. Yes, it was a humor. And we have to end with a fan recommendation. Who would like? Who asked? Like, what did you guys think of life? Oh yeah, life. Ah uh, yes, uh, CJ. Uh, on 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 the Facebook, yeah. yes, thank you, CJ. All right, um, so one one minute, real Calvin. quick, we're gonna do shots to CJ to Calvin. Is that... Oh, is that Calvin's the alien in life. Oh, all right. We all have shots in front of us, except for Chris. Okay, so... Yeah. Thank you, Cheers. bartender Carlos. Okay. So life, what do we think of life? I loved it. Was it was pretty goddamn solid. It was fucking great. Right. Yeah. If that, was an, if that was an indie movie, it'd be a fucking ten. It could time. never be an indie movie. The Amer- if it was. The Amer- if there was $8 million in that budget. It, this turned into one Way of those more. movies that the amount of, like... Like people like who wanted to tear it apart was based on the amount of big actors that were in it. It felt like good movie. I don't know. It was like this is a solid little space horror film, and yeah, is it influenced by Alien? Well, yeah, influence is 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 generous. It's fucking yeah. It's um, but I don't think that in and of itself makes it terrible. I've it seen doesn't. A, I've seen a lot of really good films that were deeply influenced by Alien, you, 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 but people acted as if that, in and of itself, made this not even worth considering. It's not that. Yeah. It's that it takes no risks. Like, huh. it's a fun movie. 
And like to me, to me, to me, it's like you know you take the dollars away. It's a made-for-TV movie. It's just it's kind of. So you think it's just okay? It's kind of like altered was, but like give it like ten more million dollars and a bigger well, way more than ten million. What, what, what was what, the budget? It's got to be a ton. You have oh, it's got to be a hundred million dollar movie. Uh, I'm not, not going to judge it based on that because I know like million. everybody wants to say we judge movies. Yeah, on yeah. I, I, it's not. It's not about that, but it's a very safe movie. You watch it, you go, oh, here's the plot. Even oh, the end. This. I didn't think it was. No, the ending was great. I actually the, the movie's fucking very much like paint by numbers till the ending. I mean, I think I found the ending to be. I like the ending. Very predictable, but exactly what I wanted to happen. I, I did too. Know? I agree. I, I, it was predict. It was predictable. If you are a, uh, you know, patience, you liked it. I liked it. Like you, like you liked it, liked it, or I liked it, liked it. I, I do. Um, I do want to say real quick. This is not a prequel to Venom. It could have been a lot of people who said that it was. That's so stupid. That's well, not it's not. Because the right that's not a Chris Cox joke. I know. Like an that's such thing. a dumb, like, fanboy it's, it's, it's not that stupid when you think about big business, what they do. When and they own the rights to Spider-Man. Is this even a Sony movie? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. There was a lot of speculation that this was going to be a prequel to Venom to introduce him to the Marvel Universe. But if they pull it off, I'm brilliant. Rush, your thoughts on life? Uh, Okay, so I just want to say, real quick, uh, Daniel Espinosa, I think, directed this. And he directed uh, Safe House, which I thought was a pretty fun, serviceable action film. Uh, certainly a movie Sorry. my dad loves. Okay. If you follow my Facebook, my hey, dad. It's your dad. Your dad sounds like me. Yeah, he he Wait loved this movie. He he, you know anything you know? It's got Denzel Washington fighting people. My dad's in. Um, so he made that, which I thought was a pretty good action film. And then he made a film that I think get a podcast called My Dad Loves. Just that you and I think it would be an incredibly popular podcast. I will um, so. He, Espinosa also, his second film was a movie a lot of people probably didn't see called Child 44, mm-hmm. which was this Russian serial killer film. It's terrible. I mean, it's a really horrible movie with a lot of really great actors. Like, really great actors. Yeah. Like Tom Hardy Gary and Gary Oldman. Oldman. Like, and, uh, it's, uh it's, it's, it's fucking, it's barely watchable. That director, I feel like, kind of showed up for this movie. I'm not a huge fan of life. Um, I didn't see it that long ago. It's probably less than six months. Um, I, I gotta tell you, there's not much I even really remember about the film. Um, and it has two great, great screenwriters, the guys that wrote Deadpool and Zombieland. Um, and it has kind of a big showy moment where they play with your expectations of the film. They kill a main character that you kind of don't expect. Um, and a pretty big actor. And that's another thing I want to say about the film. Great cast. Oh, my Great God. cast. What a great yes. cast. Yes. Probably some of, probably one of the greatest, like, casts I've seen in the last two or three years. Like, all actors I really like. One of those like. things that, like, feel like a lot of, like, big sci-fi, arguably horror films that have come out in the last 30 years or so, where you're like, what a great cast! Not a good movie. Yes, and that this that's... one I thought was a pretty good movie. Okay, so see, I don't think cast. it's a good movie, so I definitely felt like the cast was sort of wasted. Um, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is in this movie, and I think we can all say Jake Gyllenhaal 
pretty big movie star. Yeah. Um, I don't think gives his career best performance. In fact, I sort of feel like he's still kind of playing the guy from Nightcrawler um, <laughs> a little bit. Um, so he's not very heroic or exciting. Was um, it like Casey Affleck? That no, would have, I, yeah. I would have hated his Well, and, and it was supposed to be Ryan Reynolds was supposed to play the lead role. That's right. And he was... Uh, Already cast in Hitman's Bodyguard, and they had to change the whole script. Well, yeah. well, Reynolds' role is cool, and it's great Reynolds is in the movie. I mean, I think he always brings something to a film. Yeah. Um, Re- Rebecca Ferguson yep. is in the film. So Huge cool. Rebecca Ferguson fan. Oh my God, and too. so really kind of wanted more from her in the film. Um, uh, the so creature... You didn't, you didn't like this. No, no, no. And, and I want to say, the creature design... Kind of a snooze. Um, they're basically fighting Flubber. Yeah, um, it's, I don't really. I, don't disagree with that. Uh, I thought it was so. Serious. I know, and I'm not trying to make a big joke about it, but I just I was not very interested in the film in, in the film in, in the creature. I felt like it could the, have been more. Yes, the the creature itself sort of lacks um, a personality. Uh, there's a there's a a twist ending uh, to the movie. That I certainly didn't see coming. Which we shouldn't spoil. No, and I'm not going to. Yeah. But which is interesting because my my girlfriend, who is sort of passively watching the film with me at the time, completely predicted and uh, and told me before. And I said, "Oh, is that where the movie?" And that was but exactly where the movie was going. going. It's fifty fifty. It's either going to go. There do was this. no fifty. As some, as some there was no fifty. No, no, and, and, and but I, I listen. Anyone I, watching this with a cinematic experience goes, "There's a chance." We, actually, but but, but, that, but that's what I'm, I'm trying to give the film credit that it went for a darker ending. Yeah. Um. But I just the problem to me was most of the film is you know I mean for a big budget with a great cast. And a lot of effects, I think they spend, particularly in the opening sequence, they spend a lot of time showing you that they're sort of in this zero-gravity environment. I, th- I, I want to say it's almost sort of a continuous shot. Yeah. Um, and I just was kind of bored for the rest of the film. I just uh, want to see a, a director's cut where Sandra Bullock is just floating back. And it was. It, it had a very yeah. life aspect to it, um, but just you know, not in a not in a way that I felt really added to the film. You know what I, I, I liked about it, like here what you were saying was I liked the thematic elements of the movie, meaning like you're watching this film and you're watching a bunch of astronauts, rogue scientists, whatnot from other continents getting along and right from the start they're like, We shouldn't be like trying to like catch this fucking pod flying back from Mars or wherever it was coming from. And right from the start, you realize what they're doing is wrong. They're catching this pod. They could kill everybody on this ship that costs like $9 trillion, whatever it cost. And from the start, they're doing something bad. Then they bring this pod on, and in the soil they find, oh, look, a uh, little bitty spore of a uh, you know microorganism. And then it dies because somebody fucks up and leaves the oxygen on too long. Then they shock it back to life violently. So what I liked thematically was you shouldn't have this actual specimen to begin with. It's flying past you violently. could destroy everything you worked for. Then you catch it violating protocol. Then it dies. Then you bring it back to life violently, and now it's going to kill all of humanity. And I like how it kind of went, like, thematically. I thought it did a very good job of, um, you know, 
sticking with a theme where a lot of films actually really fail horribly in actually sticking with like what your story is. This one did not. It really stuck with it. I liked that a lot, and I thought the acting was good. The story was fine. The animation looked good. Yeah, it was Flubber. Yeah, I mean, Flubber fucked up some other fuckers and broke some guy's hands pretty badly. And um, No one had problems just by inherently it being that. Yeah, it, it, to me, to me, it fell victim of the, uh, the sitcom thing that I bitch about constantly. It's like, what's obviously going to happen happens. And, like, mm-hmm. who's obviously going to die, dies. Mm-hmm. Who's obviously going to fight it, fights it. And to mm-hmm. me, it's like, oh, what's on your leg? What the fuck you think is on his fucking leg? Honestly, my only problem with this movie is that it's not even a problem. It's, like, a curiosity. Like, they go and make the decision, let's see what happens if we use electricity. And up until that point, it's a, it's it's a very peaceful yeah. This life form. It's a little bit like like grass seed. Like what like, would have happened yeah. with this? And I find that whole thing like very that's in interesting. My head, curious, like what would have happened with this other version of the story where they were like, no, we never presented any degree of discomfort to this thing. It was just like all we ever showed you was. At the same time, that's like you know having Urkel turn into fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger if you shock it. Yeah, like sure. I mean, I'm just saying, like it's a little. Which is something someone should. Totally make an internet video. This is a red box movie. It's good. I, it's good, I, but it's not great. I, I think like there's 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 things I really admire about it. I think the sequence of Brian Reynolds where he has to deal with the alien when it kinda gets out of control is pretty great. I think Espinosa is a strong Hollywood director. Um, he kinda knows how to work with big budgets, but I think there's a lot of points in this movie where I was very confused. Uh, there's a lot of things that don't logically make sense, that aren't consistent. Um, and I'm not a big logic guy, but the problem is the movie's not working at that point. Um, I don't think the alien is particularly interesting. They have some ideas and stuff, but it isn't it isn't great. So, I mean, so, so it's a big, it's it's a big movie, and it should be smarter. I think the script is just it has a little it has some twists. It's you know it has some ideas, but in the end, this isn't an exceptional or, or, or particularly memorable movie. And I think it had the chance to be, but it doesn't. It's like Phil talks about it. plays it safe. It goes safe. by the numbers. You know, it, it hits all the beats of what you sure. expect of a movie of this. And in the end, it doesn't rise above it. It doesn't have a great um, message. It doesn't have um, a particularly memorable. Like you know, I, I know everybody has mixed feelings about something like Prometheus, but the scene where she movie. uses mixed is strong. <laughs> okay, but there's a scene where she cuts the alien out of her body using a uh, self-serve a medical. Machine. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bullshit machine, but it's a stunning sequence. Yeah. There's nothing in here that's that good. And so I just think, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Well, that's no, no, she I said think. abortion machine. You said bullshit I, machine. I, I, actually, bullshit. I hate that scene so much. Okay. Well, you know what? You had a strong reaction to that scene. I did. And my point with this movie is you never have a strong reaction to anything in this movie. It's just not a movie that inspires you in some way or another. It's like, it's pretty good. As like a sci-fi fan, you're like, well, they put some money in this. It's got some good people. It's not dumb. But at the same time, it's not great. And so, yeah, I think it's like a red box movie. I think it's a movie you watch... You know, and then you watch another movie, and then you go to bed. Like, that's what yeah, I think of it. I, mean, I, mean, I don't think you're entirely wrong from that perspective. I'm sorry. Go it's ahead. It's okay. Patience. You're fine. What? You go. You, you talk. You about talk. You talk. Okay. No, okay. you talk. I, I, I just wanted to say that the director <laughs> talked about the... Um, 
He, he, like, okay, so for those of you who haven't seen Life, I'm going to spoil the shit out of it, but Ryan Reynolds dies relatively early in the film. Actually, I I, I looked it up because I I said, he does like 10 minutes in the film, my original review, and somebody went, oh, fuck you, he does not. And I was like, what time does he die? So I looked it up, it's 41 minutes. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, we are 41 minutes in the film. What a fascinating Holy shit. <laughs> okay. No, 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 but because but I'm still, not the only person who's pointed out. Like, it still, it still feels relatively early. All right. That's but, it for life. But the director was like, I wanted Ryan Reynolds to be my Janet Lee, like, in Psycho. Oh, and he just, he was. smart idea. Yeah. And he was like, Ryan Reynolds. It's probably, it's the best <laughs> no, thing I in the think, movie. I think that's one of the things I don't like about the movie is, I think that's a really great moment that you would kill the big marquee star. You'd kill fucking Deadpool. I think the problem is the rest of the movie, and in particular that you have someone waiting in the wings. You have fucking Jake Gyllenhaal and fucking Rebecca Who? Ferguson. Who? Never heard of that guy. Yeah, exactly. He's never heard of Oscar like every year. Wait, waiting to sort of take over the film after that. And they kind of, unfortunately, to the extent of the, of the script and the direction... Don't rise to the occasion. I really don't blame them. Uh, I don't disagree with you. Okay. I, I, d- I did like this movie, though. I, I mean, did, it's I like because, it. because it's not a, an unpleasant movie. It's entertaining in a big Hollywood sci-fi See? way. And I, I, that's not a knock on the film. It's just, I feel like as a great movie, it fails. I Persian? actually disagree with you because... Oh, it's that time to shine. Um, my problem, not my problem, my problem with all of the other sci-fi movies that have come out in the past years, this one actually, like, they made good decisions. Gravity pissed me the fuck off. Interstellar pissed me the fuck off. Martian, I liked. But this one, I actually was like, okay, hmm. he's making good decisions. Like... You know what's better than life? Planet Not of, Planet of the Vampires. Planet of the Vampires. Planet of the Vampires. Uh, all right, going to wrap it up there. Anybody for final thoughts okay, on Alien movies? So I just want to say that thank <laughs> you, CJ, who was the one that uh, picked. Yeah, push for life. life. And um, please continue to uh, suggest excellent. We're putting movies. we're putting a list online we, so that y'all can yeah. have an opinion. So yeah. we, have an opinion. we may not like them in the end, but we're definitely going to talk really good things about them. So or talk shit about them. Please continue to comment on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, motherfuckers, yeah. Yeah. because we listen to you and we will respond. <laughs> we're not assholes. It feels like yeah. well, Phil doesn't, well, okay. but the rest yeah. of us are yeah. there. Inform Phil. You guys But the Summers brothers and myself and occasionally Chris and will... Anyone who loves honey, Honeymoon. Yeah. I, I like Honeymoon. Yeah. Well, Alright, wrapping not, it up. We're no longer talking about Honeymoon. Thank, thanks for listening to this particular episode. The third epic episode. This is ridiculous. We should, know, we should never Real have quick, third The epic. sun was out when we started talking and now we're drunk and it is gone. Yeah, and, that's uh, how it And we're super surprised. Yep. Yep. Alright, so... So it goes... So let's keep screaming wait, into the wait, night. Wait, wait, What is the concept for the next episode? We don't know yet. We're still debating. All right. It, no. It's, it's Argento. It's Theory Argento. Oh, it's Argento. Oh, I thought we were going to do the stream. So we're Argento. Argento. Nope. So fuck that. Ask us questions you want us to answer for that, and we okay. might. If you like Italian horror, and you, if yeah, you, you forget so Italian horror, if you like Argento, 
Because he is the fucking shit. He That's is right. one of the gods. Yeah, it's I think of- it's going to be a relatively short episode because we're just going to be like, oh, they're all awesome. <laughs> and then that's it. Patience is the outlier. We're all waiting for the patience to just. All right, we're all done. What the fuck? That.